Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead on AMC. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron. And today we're talking about Season 10, Episode 2, titled We Are the End of the World. Uh, it's This This is the the Whisperer Hour. The, this is a backstory for the Whisperers, backstory for Alpha, backstory for Beta, primarily. Um, what do you think of this episode, Aaron? You know, I we talked about this a little bit in the pre-podcast. I think I liked it more than you because... I mean, this is this is a wild, wacky episode like this is like I, I think you can interpret this as asking for empathy for these characters. But I think it's actually just a fleshing out of the antithesis of. And I feel almost stupid thinking The Walking Dead is capable of pulling some of this stuff off. But like, I I kind of like what they're doing. They're building, you know, Alpha into the big antagonist and Carol is in the hero and they're squaring off and it looks like they're going to be squaring off in large part over their surrogate daughters, yep. you know, Lydia and Gamma. And that stuff is really interesting at archetypal. And um, I also think it's a really interesting look into like cult mentality and like what a cult would look like without laws to restrain them. You know, like if there was no one to be like, hey, you can't like murder and rape people uh, in in a society. Like if you just grew up in some kind of like lawless state, it's like I, I think of like uh, the Jim Jones cult, you know, like it's kind of like a somewhat millennial Christian cult. They go to South America and then people start dying. Multiple wives are happening. Kool-Aid gets dispensed like I think that's super I think that's that's super interesting. And we've only seen like a ridic- like a, a nakedly ridiculous form of it in the garbage people, but we never got like <laughs> how like like what what sing like why did the uh, Jadia or whatever her name is, why did Jadis, why did yeah. she end up like this? Jadis. And with Samantha Morton, who is way better than she needs to be in this role, um, and like a- answering this question is like it's what's what's it's broken people, right? Like you get you get broken people that have yeah. given up because of their life circumstances. And that's when you're ripe for a, a cult, you know, to come in and like when nothing makes sense and everything, nothing matters. If someone can step forward and saying, no, this one thing, this one thing matters. And look at me. I don't suffer from your problems because of this one thing. You 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 latch on it like a drowning person. Sure. You know, so I just think that's interesting. Um, it is. Yeah, um, I, I just I, I don't know if they're. So, so there are a couple things that this is doing that they have to do. Um, one of them is mm-hmm. setting up the idea that Lydia, you know, is not the furthest thing from Alpha's mind. In fact, it's very much on her mind and she's, you know, driven to go back probably to try and either try and deal with that problem one way or another. Whether it's uh, killing Lydia, probably not. It's probably bringing her back into the fold because she cares about her, which she's not supposed to. You know, it's it's sort of like saying, well, all of this bullshit that she tells everybody else doesn't apply to herself, which I think is also a trend uh, among cult leaders. Yeah, high control groups, rules for thee, but not for me. For sure. Um, And so, like, I I don't know. I I guess I I respect what this episode is doing because it needs to be done Um, and because it does, you know, make a certain amount of sense, uh, given the wacky scenario of. The dead are coming back to life, right? What all all bets are off at that point. Um, but like in as far in as much as it was trying to make me sympathize with uh, Alpha or Beta or any of these people, like that's the parts where I'm like, eh, 
you're not really going to get me on that. I've I've seen enough to know that you don't have to be uh, a psychotic oh, yeah. who goes around killing people and leaving babies for dead in order to survive in this world. I've seen too much of the the better part of this world to really sure. sympathize too much. Even though I get the idea that like, well, these are very very broken people. It's just uh-huh. you know if they're turning to methods that are uh maybe not the ones i would turn to sure i get that well that's another that's trademark of like a high control extreme extremist group they say that this is the only way to live and if they ever see evidence that like another yeah. way is successful tear it down because that's a threat to the existence of the For other sure. group right like because yeah. you know we can't have you we're too extreme to acknowledge that there's lots of different roads that people can walk um like i said i and there's there's a lot of like really interesting casting. For example, we talked about this before. Um, I was stunned as I was taking my inter- introductory notes during the credit sequence to see the the name Thora Birch. I'm like, did I read that? I rewound it. Thora Birch from American Beauty. Thora Birch, <laughs> Ghost World. Thora Birch. Thora Birch is shambling around the Walking Dead somewhere, and she's Gamma in this episode. Yeah. Um. When I think it's really interesting that. I mean, I might be reading too much into this, but like, I feel like she was cast because she's almost the splitting image of if you took Samantha Morton and Melissa McBride and like you cast them as both of their daughters. Okay. Like that's, and and I, I think that's like really going, I, I hope that that's what it becomes like this, this twist, like you're telling the story of these two groups through the through the lens of like these two women and these two daughters I think it'd be really interesting and it's really great casting and actually yeah getting Thora Birch on a fucking show like this what a feather in your cap so yeah, yeah, yeah I, I was shocked when you told me that I'm like there's no possible way that's Thora Birch and then I went and I looked at like IMDB and some recent pictures of her it turns out I literally haven't seen her act in anything in 20 years so I had no Since idea Ghost what World. she looked like yeah yeah uh, yeah, so it, that's wild. It, she, you don't bring a caliber of actor um, onto this show like that, only to write them off in a single episode. So I think she'll be around for a while, probably as long as oh, you yeah. know the whispers are. Um, yeah, this alpha, beta, gamma stuff is is I think super super interesting. And you, you're right, like you know, and I and that's why I'm saying like actors of these caliber, like I don't know, I'm I'm. I I feel like I'm trying to get over like underestimating The Walking Dead, but right there's stuff in this episode that is still like straight from the classic walking dead and, and maybe that's where like you know they're finding their z nation zone like z nation sensibilities but with like the intercharacter motivations and and interactions of like a prestige drama that that's something i could get down for for sure yeah i was feeling vibes of like the governor arc right where they we go off with him for three episodes and don't return and then how we talk so so often about how this show has a problem cordoning off its episodes into single character povs or or single groups povs um and and so when i noticed like i'm halfway through this episode and we haven't seen a a single damn one of our survivors i'm like "Uh uh-oh are they gonna do something like Mm -hmm. this I think this episode is much better than what they pulled out with the governor arc. Um, yeah, but I, I still feel those waves of like, Oh shit, it's walking Anxiety, dead. Yeah. Don't get it's, too it's comfortable here. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, yeah, I have some post-traumatic stress from, from watching oh, nine yeah. seasons of this show. Do you need your stuffy? You can't, you're not ready to give it up yet. Uh, no. You need your, you need your weird vine bed for poster that, <laughs> that they come home to. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely, 
I definitely feel that. I definitely feel that. Um, but even then, it's like, yeah, old Walking Dead would have blown this into a three. Also, like the governor wasn't as interesting and compelling nor mysterious as Alpha at this point. For sure. Yeah. You know, like you and we, we I, I just feel like that. Yeah, I was ready for I, I, I didn't find me noticing that there was a lack of Alexandria at all. In fact, I was just like, oh, this is kind of an interesting story. And then when they brought it back to like the fire in the sky and uh, the stare down between, you know, the pretty almost like accidental renaissance standoff between her and Carol. Like, yeah, this is going to be good. Like fucking Carol's not getting back on that boat, Jim. Yeah, she's she, she's found a new purpose and it's it's destroying this woman and vice versa. Man, that's going to be compelling. That's going to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited to see them square off. Uh, why don't we take a quick break and then we'll come back and get into the recap. All right, we're back. Uh, we start off seven years ago with a car crash, um, and it's it's some nobody. I thought we were going to go back and like introduce, be introduced to a new group of survivors, and we're going to have this whole thing. But she gets eaten immediately, uh, and then we're we see Lydia and Alpha who um, are are just trying to survive at that point, and and it's further along than it was the first time we saw Lydia and Alpha um, down in the basement last season. Uh, so. So we get an idea of like how much time really has passed here, right? It has to have been like we're now looking at over ten years of the apocalypse, um, mm-hmm. based on how young Lydia was in those other scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they get chased by walkers because Lydia freaks out and screams, and they get chased into a building, an asylum actually, where Beta is staying, and he says, "Okay, you can stay overnight." these early scenes are going to be really hard to recap because they cut back and forth so frequently between the seven years ago timeline and the today timeline. So, you know, bear with me on this stuff, but we'll we'll get through it. Can we stop here and and talk about the, the, the action so far? Because, um, I thought that (laughs) I had this thought that when the, we opened up with the lady with her head in the, on the horn, it's like, Oh, this is the era of survivors where like Lori did a barrel roll off the road. Mm-hmm. Like you're pretty you're, at this point, you're you're pretty died in a wool survivor, but you still got a couple people who just aren't going to cut it. They aren't sure. going to be able to make it. And they're going to barrel. They're going to somehow pell mell drive through a herd of zombies and get themselves. Also, it's funny because it's it's been a it's been a minute since we've seen someone eating alive screaming, right? Like this is also kind of a throwback to earlier yeah. phases where you had less experienced survivors just getting torn apart helplessly. And this lady died about as hard as anyone I've seen on this show. Like the nose biting, uh-huh. like ripping off. <laughs> horrific. Yeah, horrific. There are two of those this episode. Uh, the other There's sister two, gets ripped apart too. two quality getting, getting eaten alive, screaming, uh, uh, scenes. It's which it's, which has been a while. Um, and, and going back in kind of like time, I, I, I thought it was a good way to, to handle that. Plus, mm-hmm. it's in service of like terrifying Lydia, like, yeah. you know, the futility of trying to get a child to grow up and, and to be tough enough that like this isn't going to affect them. Mm-hmm. Um, like it's it's yeah, you get started on a crazy, crazy real early. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I, I like uh, this. It's funny when they got uh, into the hospital and they're like, Mama, there's a man and they cut the beta. And I'm like, yeah, that's that is true. That is a man standing <laughs> here it's, in that hallway. He's standing in a very like Jason Voorhees pose, right? Like <laughs> he really is. Like yeah. Slasher pose, uh, which is uh, I, I feel like really apt for that character because he is that kind of guy. 
Um, and, and a lot of the stuff he's saying later in the episode gives me Jason vibes, gives me a, you know, my Mike Myers sort of vibes. Um, you know, that deranged sense of like, this is where I belong in the world. <laughs> it, it feels like that character he is straight out of a slasher movie. Yeah. Uh, also, we, I, we come to understand throughout the episode, I think, but, but initially it was pretty obvious what they were doing when he shows up and he's got this hood on or bandages or something. I can't, I can't really tell what he was wearing. Um, yeah. And you can tell that like, okay, this is sort of the genesis of the skin, uh, skin masks that the whispers wear. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Which I, the culminated the way, the way that ended, I thought was pretty, pretty cool, but like, yeah, yeah. they don't really, they, I, the show doesn't. And I, I kind of am glad because I feel like, walking dead season seven there would be a 10 minute scene of him like the reason i scratched the faces out of these photos is because i can't deal with uh, looking at my own table you know like they'd just be like we don't need that like all we need is samantha to the morton to stumble into this trophy case that has these guys faces scratched out and then we need to see the guy with the distinctive t-shirt later on as a zombie they can't like it's yeah like show don't tell you know for sure yeah it worked um, so we're back in the present day and Alpha sends Beta out on a mission to collect some more walkers. Uh, their best trackers known as the sisters go with him and, and stop me if you want to talk about any of this, but Beta, uh, he, he growls, they go into this parking garage and he growls and he gathers some walkers, which I really loved. I thought it was, it was cool to see him. Like, I, I can't tell if he's communicating with the walkers or if he's just like doing such a convincing walker that they follow yeah. him when he it's makes like some noise. duck dynasty shit right he's just doing an expert like it's it's the perfect thing to gather a zombie's attention yeah and 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 get them moving in a direction and free them with the door without them catching on that you're a human yeah like it's it it's the a way skill. he sort of just you drags get... his hand over as he walks by yeah feels like a, yeah. what a walker would do yeah and then like palms the latch and unlatches it mm-hmm. as he's staggering past like it, it it without knowing what it looks like to be skillful at corralling a zombie a herd of zombies i feel like this show's doing a very good job of making me feel like oh yeah that's a that that was a smooth operator right there at the zombie the zombie parking garage yeah uh did you get the idea from these sisters that like there was almost something supernatural about the blonde you know, or, or, or is like, oh, with her was, staring at the sun and stuff. Um, well, but she also like, I don't know, because I got this thing where because Alpha said, take the sisters with you. They have a scent for the dead. And I yeah. couldn't like uh, I, I'm debating even now. Did she send them out there with beta to test Gamma and the sisters like resolve? Um, or did these sisters actually have a knack for finding the dead? Because it seems like they did. She's like head yeah. in her clouds, but like you got to focus. And she's like, oh, I can. I can tell they're over there. I can sense she said something and I'm like, are they, are we going to go into like some weird psychic phenomenon type of things in those, the final years of the walking dead? Maybe they've all had COVID and lost their sense of smell because I would think anybody (laughs) would be able to tell where a walker is. Oh, but you wouldn't if you're wearing guts all the time, right? Like maybe that's that's the thing. She's got the extra, just a little 10% more keen that she can Mm. still detect the genuine rot from the artificial from her own scent. Yeah. 
That would make sense. Yeah. Like you have got like a little bit of a human bloodhound because you just can't. Yeah. You're surrounded in death. How the hell do you smell a pack of dead? I mean, any, you any door that's dead. closed, you open it and they're bound to be walkers behind it, right? Probably. In, in a it city. seems like that's what I've been. Yeah. I've, I've definitely been taught, but maybe, maybe we are underestimating how hard it is to get to find like mobile walkers nowadays, like this, you know, 10 years into the apocalypse. You know, like healthy, strong they haven't guardians. shown me that right like they've That's shown true. me water walkers with no legs being able to stand up you know you know no meat on their legs standing up and walking toward so that's true it, they can't have it both ways but yeah for sure yeah I, I think they just have some some knack like daryl is an expert tracker right so they're just the dead equivalent right. of that um yeah, one of the, one yeah, of these sisters sure. is acting very erratically she's entranced by the sun and then she starts crying and um attracts the attention of some of the the walkers in the group they're in almost gets uh you know all of them killed and beta is going to kill her back at camp but alpha says no instead bring her to the deeper place and we'll find out what that I, is i i do like this about the cult stuff this like highly specific terminology that makes sense right. to the in group but like we're just like the fuck is the fuck is uh the deep place yep um but uh, I also really liked the hand signals like the Like, I, I like the whisper culture. I don't like it, but I like getting to like, you know, like they have like this, this, this hand sign, the sign language kind of like mm-hmm. zombie special forces hand community, the, the, the communicate silently and the way they, they whisper to each other. And it's also a nice touch to like deal with the horrific thing from last because like yes. they, they tell you that this sister, the youngest sister, I'm going to call her. um based on nothing is the one that had to give up her, her baby to the zombie horde last year. Yeah. Um, the, the one that they, the baby they abandoned outside of the hilltop. Uh, yeah. But they, they don't, they tell you that, but not with words, right? They just like show a flashback right. of the baby and you go, Oh, okay. Connect the dots. And then, then, you know, Samantha talks a mess about how you, you can't possibly know how hard it is to give up your child. And also mm-hmm. I'd forgotten that Samantha, the resolution of last season arc is that Samantha told the crew that she killed her daughter yeah and didn't really same here so like yeah i like i i i uh i started to get that idea and i'm like oh this is interesting so it's a good that they kind of reinforce that in people's minds i went ahead and looked it up to make sure but yeah um and you start and to by get the end of the episode yeah oh for sure you 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 get everything and they they breadcrumb that out pretty nicely here um that, that's why i say like the structure of this episode is maybe the best part of this episode with the sort of bookended quick cuts between flashbacks and, and sort of the yeah. longer, you know, story based stuff in the middle. Um, they, they start to breadcrumb that out pretty early on where, you know, alpha is, is telling beta in these flashback, like this is my daughter. I will not leave this earth earth without her. Like if you're going to kill us or if you're going to kill me, you have to kill her first. Cause I'm not going to die before she is like all that stuff. Right. Um, and you get the idea They've also mentioned like Alpha has a mission and we don't really know what it is at this point, but she's telling Beta mm-hmm. like the mission, blah, blah, blah. It, it seems clear at that point that they're hinting at it being to go back for Lydia somehow um, or or to make, you know, the people who took Lydia pay something like that. Yeah. And like, I, I also find it. it's also moving because you can tell there's some people in the pack that are not committed. You know, yeah. they, they call it, they even have a word for it, uncommitted. Every one of these groups has, you know, Scientologists call them suppressive people. Jehovah's Witnesses call them apostates. Sure. Um, you know, there's always a word to like the, the, the people that were part of your group and are now outside of your group. They're like to have the special scorn because they saw the divine light 
and have turned from uh, the darkness. You know, turned right. back they towards chose. the darkness. They made a conscious decision not to follow. Yeah, and there's like some sad shit in the margins. Like there's this one lady that reaches out to the sister and is like, you know, like I've been thinking about that and those people that had livestock and we could like probably going to be found, you know, dying, screaming in, in an episode or two from now. But like there's people in here that like and that they deal with that in the episode. Like these people mm-hmm. have seen Eden. How are we going to convince them it's hell? Well, yeah. we're going to make it hell. We're going to show that this can't, you know, that, that this can't, that, that this world can't uh survive or you you can't have this fantasy uh life in 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 this uh nightmare scenario which i again like these people kind of came by these beliefs honestly you know their blend of like trauma and abuse and like like what where there are no wrong answers in a world where the the dead is 99% of the walking right right um yeah so i just thought that stuff is really cool uh-huh um so lydia tries to spawn back in the you know seven years ago flashback tries to spontaneously grow up and be like her mother uh but she gets no love no love at all um then we go back to this deeper place that we were talking about where this the other the eldest sister let's say uh meets with alpha and disappointingly it's just a cave the deeper place i was hoping it'd be i don't know something better but it's carcosa kind of yeah Sort of walk, walk the bride's path, little sister. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she she constructed a a whole shrine for Lydia. She, the least she could do for this deeper place is is decorate the entrance. I don't know something. Yeah, can can we get some skulls? You know, like mm-hmm. uh, some 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 macabre macrame with bones and skin and flesh. You got a lot to work with here. You got a Hell lot yeah. of raw, frightening materials. You got a place called the deeper place. I think it needs needs a little interior decoration. <laughs> Alpha. For sure. Don't uh, want to question your authority on these matters, but she squeezes this girl's head really hard or something. I, I, I don't know. She screams when she grabs her head. So, yeah, I thought she's going to pull a Blade Runner and just like, am I like, wait, she's not a robot. Like, I don't think you can. I don't think she can crush this woman's skull or she's going to pull like a yeah. like Commodus and, and Gladiator where like she squeezes her face to her belly until they, they they suffocate or whatever, but no, nah, I, I kept just... waiting for it. I kept waiting for the turn when it's going to get violent and it just didn't. Um, it's love bombing. It's the other other tactical the cults use, you know, sometimes yeah. the carrot and, and stick try, trying to cement, you know, her future uh, loyalty by showing mercy, right? Showing forgiveness in this instance. Um, and the sister returns to camp. Everyone's surprised to see that she's still alive. Uh, Beta's not very happy about it, though. She might be losing his loyalty a little bit. Um, he thinks there's yeah. think that there's something wrong with Alpha, but she says, "Nah, nah I'm good." Do you think that? So, like here, let me, I want to talk about this, the cult psychology here. Do you think that Alpha knew she had a hard corner to turn here with her group? Like at some point, they're going to find out that Lydia's still alive, and yeah. she made a special exception, and she showed this person grace as kind of like a way to like. To delay some tracks towards that path and like it's, it's just like because cults like Maybe. it almost reminds me of mean girls too you know where like the when the queen bee starts losing a little bit of power and starts making exceptions for herself and the other the other bees the under bees get so pissed and like no you know it's, it's if you don't wear the pink sweater at the right day then you can't sit with us and like like that's another interesting commentary on how extremist group gets more extremist. Like the person that leads it's like, yeah, fucking this and fucking that. And then they get to a situation like, well, actually 
I think there should be some gray area here, brothers and sisters. And the brothers and sisters don't let them get away with it. Because yeah. like, nah, you know, when my kid needed a blood transfusion, it was all about God's will. And now you're so it's mm-hmm. it's an interesting dynamic. Like, who does lead this shit? Yeah. Yeah. It's a feedback loop in some ways. Mm-hmm. Vicious, vicious cycle. Uh, so then Alpha back in the flashback is wandering the halls of the asylum, killing walkers and Beta joins in to help her clear as well, which is essentially what they're doing, right? They're just clearing. They're just yeah. pulling a Morgan here. Pretty much, pretty uh, much. Uh, Alpha begins gutting one of the kills and names herself A and names Beta B. This is sort of like, we start to understand that these are not necessarily names, but you gotta call people something, right? Like, how am I gonna refer to you? Hey, you! Hey, you! Hey, person over there! No, not you! Not the eight of you standing over there. The other you. No, no, no. God damn it. Not that you either. You got to have some label. Uh, You got to have something. You got to have you got to have hierarchies and organizations and labels or what shit. The world world stops working. But it's also first first sign of like Alpha's bullshit. Right. Right. Like she started off with like, oh, us to survive. We communicate on a primal level. Mm hmm. Now it's Mr. Mrs. A and Mr. B. Like, what the fuck? I thought we could communicate on a primal level. Well, okay. Maybe, maybe, maybe we need a little bit of verbal grease to make that primal level work. Like, (laughs) yeah, it's just just a letter. Yeah, it's just making shit up as she goes along. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, she's trying to impart some wisdom about surviving in the new world, but she goes too far when she tries to touch uh, Beta's mask. Yep. Uh, and and he tells her to leave at sunrise and never come back. Also, I really like the idea that she they do a lot of interesting thematic stuff um, that I think are the hallmarks of better shows where uh, Samantha Morton's humming. I go walking after midnight this whole episode and Beta has a problem with her walking after midnight, both in the hospital and in modern days, because it turns out she's been doing arts and crafts, forbidden arts and crafts, building a shrine for his daughter. It's uh-huh. nice. You know, they don't, they don't really draw attention to it. It's just a nice, nice little detail. Sure. Uh, also, thematically, maybe. Uh, I mean, she's named Alpha. He's named Beta. But really, they're named A and B. We've, se- we've seen this show littered with A's and B's. I thought the same thing. Is there any fucking connection between these A's and B's and the other A's and B's? Or the Rick's A's and B's? Jadis's A's and B's? The, the, the Terminus A and B's? Yeah, dude. I I'm not going to expect it, but I will say if they can find some kind of unifying a B theory out of this, that would kind of be mind blowing. Like, I'm not going to expect it because that's like you're I'm I mean, saddling Kang stuff, right? with. Yeah, like with, de- with almost a decade of, of bullshit lore that doesn't make sense. But like every once in a while, you know, someone takes over the franchise as like an Uber fa- fan and finds a way to like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, here's the reason the Klingons had smooth foreheads and then got wrinkly bump heads. What do you think of that shit? And the fans like, yeah, sounds pretty good. Or like, this is what happened. You thought Boba Fett got eaten, but he didn't like there. It's like yeah, every once in a while, like maybe Kang and the crew are those people that like fucking love the walking dead and, and love the lore and can find a way to smooth over all those inconsistencies. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. A's and B's sounds like a bunch of BS to me. Uh, <laughs> another thing that sounds like BS is this idea that she espouses about, you know, th- there being two kinds of people in the world, and she defines it as such those brave enough to walk with the dead and everybody else, which 
I mean, if, if that's your definition, if everybody else is included in your definition of only two types of people, that's literally true of anything you could say before that. <laughs> only true. two types of people in this world, those with two arms and those without. Only two types that's of people right. in this world, those with butt chins and those without. <laughs> everybody else. Like, like, only two types of people in the world, those currently on a toilet shitting and those are not. Right. Right. You can divide that's the population into group, two halves or, or, you know, two... <laughs> groups with that all day but yeah i don't know it strikes uh beta is pretty true i guess it also also it's nice that like you can see how this this thing grew over time like what this is the genesis of the alpha beta pack mentality she's kind of like been you know hobby horse and this with her daughter but now she's got another follower and this is where it's really like from here you go to the the deep place you go to the non-committals. You go to the like. I forget they had a couple other terms of arts about the pack. You got the pack. You got the gamma and like a, like yeah. yeah, like all this almost like fetish type shit. You know of ritual. Um, which again, I think is is really a, a, a interesting and keen insight into like the way these things develop. Sure. All right, let's take a quick break and be right back. All right, we're back. Uh, The sisters are talking about their experience or, you know, the younger sister's experience with Alpha and the sacrifice that she had to make of her son. And this younger sister apologizes for risking their life with Alpha. Um, We'll see that that does turn out super great because there's an explosion in the sky. They're, They're out, you know, gathering walkers again. There's an explosion in the sky. This sister sees a zombie with a baby carrier and she freaks out and she attacks alpha trying to get her killed and draw the walkers over there to kill her. Uh, the younger sister gets torn apart in the attempt and alpha survives, unfortunately for, for our survivors. Mm -hmm. Um, afterward alpha applauds the other sister for helping her, uh, to pull her out of the horde. And then alpha's feeling very calm, which is unsettling to beta. There's clarity amidst the chaos, Jim. There sure is. Um, do you? I I I wondered about because like I I had like a serious take and a funny take on some of the stuff. The Walking Dead. Like my ser- my fu- my uh, serious take was this woman saw the baby carrier, made her think of her baby, and she instantly remembered like uh, overcame the cult conditioning and just had this fury of Alpha. Mm-hmm. Uh, my funny take is she thought, God damn it, bitch! If we had just waited like another month, we'd have found his baby carrier and it wouldn't have any problems with my baby. <laughs> you just tuck the baby into the carrier and you just tuck the baby in the carrier, put a pacifier in its mouth. You know, yeah, you don't have to worry yeah. about it jostling in this hanky, you know, like we could have gotten or I could just put the put the put the baby, but, but let, load the baby into the zombie carrier and, and let the zombie carry it around. Like, yeah, you know, like, oh, this is, you're too hasty. Why do I got to go walking? Why can't why can't like, uh, you know, we, we give them um, uh, two years of maternity leave the mom so they can get their babies conducted and deducted into the cult. Sure, like, that'll work out well. Just send them away with the baby, give them two years away from this psychotic cult, and no, then keep them in the deep ha- place. Come back. I- I'm sure you they'll keep them in the deep. Oh, it's Rumspringa for the whispers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was thinking you keep them in the 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 the, uh, the deep place that whole time until you get okay. a, unless a kid learns like how to shut up and how not to. So, so um, this is my a little bit of my confusion here. They make it clear that they're very far away from the the you know, boundaries that they've set up with Alexandria yeah. and the hilltop. All yeah. Is this like a makeshift camp that they've set up? I mean, all their camps are makeshift, right? But like, 
are they going back to a place where like the deep place is something that feels like a home base, like an HQ? Uh, or do they have a deep place in every port? Is this like it's quite crazy because like I don't know. OK. I took it that they migrated south for the winter. OK. Um, and then they were on their way back to their home base and they got close enough. Uh, obviously they got close enough that what they were within walking distance of the boundaries. Right. Yeah. But like, it's weird because I imagine you can see that fire from sky probably from hundreds of miles away. It's happening in the upper atmosphere. Yeah. So like you could see it from like across the, almost the whole continent. Almost. Um, I said almost a lot. So like, but they have to be close enough to see that. But like, I, the, the thing is that I don't, I don't understand the passage of time in this episode. It could be like from the beginning to the end. Are we seeing like, a day, a couple days, a month, like a process mm-hmm. of gathering. Cause it seems like other thing is that like, maybe they didn't go South for their winter. Maybe they went South to gather more zombies because yeah. they just bought time to come back and crush these survivors. Cause there's no way, clearly there's no way these societies can live, uh, uh sharing borders. There's just no way. Um, yeah. I mean, it makes me inimical to each other. I just have a lot of questions about the logistics and, and what they're trying to tell me. Um, because, yeah, like, is it, a, is it a makeshift camp? What happened to the massive horde of walkers that we saw in that canyon, um, which is clearly gone now? Have, is have it? They been... Because I think I think I, I think we just haven't seen it yet. Like, they're well, that's like, what I it's mean. not like, in the main group. They're, they're like yeah, in some kind of temporary location. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think they took it with them and they're gathering more and more because she wants an overwhelming, crushing response. Like. I don't know. It seemed like that Valley of Death already was enough to to pound all four of the villages, but who knows? And the the survivors certainly think it is right. They talk about it as a nuclear option um, that they have no real defense against. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I just have a lot of questions. Cooking up a fat boy for him. Yeah, (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Um, so. We go back in a flashback where young Lydia covers herself in guts. And here's where we start to like cut back and forth quickly again. I think um, she covers herself in the guts of the walkers that her mom and beta pulled the guts out of It's They're storing them in buckets. I don't know what they're doing with these guts. I think she's getting ready to move out in the next morning. Like she's got, they have a ritual that like she washes her daughter cause it stinks. And then they reapply guts in the morning. Yeah. I okay. probably do that. It, and it, so yeah, she's just getting, Getting the gut staged so they could take a quick gut bath. <laughs> right. Ugh. <laughs> um, and she heads down the hall. She's going to go looking for something. Um, cut back to the, the president. The remaining sister is given a letter uh, in this big ceremony. She's given the letter gamma, which is only actually the third letter in the Greek alphabet, which means that none of these other people have letters and this is i think so a yeah. huge honor then right in this fucked up society that they've built getting yep. getting the third letter and beta of course is going to see it as a threat to cuz everyone's hailing gamma except for beta at the end he's like mm-hmm. this is bullshit we don't need a gamma we just need an alpha and beta yeah um but again like that's the thing it's like with this cult stuff i'm wondering because, because you know, Beta goes on this levy a bunch of accusations at her, like, "Well, you're just trying to recreate the daughter relationship that you lost." Do you mm-hmm. think it's that, or do you think um, this is again part of Beta's master plan to, like, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even 
put it past a cult leader in this situation to essentially try to aim for six months from now, my pack will think this is actually my daughter. And there was never a Lydia. My daughter is this huh. strong gamma person. Yeah. She's got purity of purpose and she stands by my side. Yeah, that's literally fucking Joseph Stalin it. You know, yeah. scratch the faces out of the picture. Like she's gone. We've always Lydia never existed. It's always been gamma. Eurasia, it's always whatever. been or Lydia grew up and became gamma. She I sent her away to be strong and she came back to me and she's gay. like, and right. what's the cult going to do? Say she's wrong. And and, yeah. you know, the new people are not going to know any better. The old people are going to go away because it's they, they've mastered the art of cognitive dissonance to survive. It's frightening shit. But that's that's also how this this stuff works. You know, yeah, and I think the only guy who sees clearly is beta, right? He knows that alpha is is damaged in the same ways that he is, right? And similar the, like, ways, yeah. And they, especially at the end of this episode, like losing Lydia would be a thing that would break her, like losing his wife or whoever it was who he now wears a I think skin it's his of. kid. I think it's his yeah, his, his, his son okay. maybe, yeah. Um, and so so like if. If things go that way, he might be the only guy who's willing to break with this pack. Um, and you might have a situation where she brings herself down because she loses Beta's loyalty. I don't yeah. Know. It's a tough one. Like, you know, and, and the other thing is like. Uh, the survivors have an advantage, which is if they can kill Alpha and or Beta. Yeah. they can probably destroy this whole movement. That's not true of the other side. Like if they kidnap right. Daryl or Carol or any of the people they put on and put as many heads, well, as long as there's a person that's like, this is bullshit. I'm not submitting to this, this horrific. They'll, they'll, they, they have to fight to the last man. I don't think that's the case with, with the uh, alphas group. Like you, you murk yeah. a couple of the top leaders in that, or they just get sick and die or they mess up. Like, that's the other thing is that people are like, well, this is so unrealistic. I'm like, yeah, it's, that's true. But you're seeing a one out of a hundred times this works. Uh-huh. Like, you know, the other 99 times uh, Alpha got murdered by Beta because he's too crazy to pull this shit on. Or her daughter screamed and they didn't have the time that the, the door didn't open at the last minute. Or one of the traumatized young mothers jumped on her back and she didn't get the safety. Like, this is all very, very luck based. Um you know, and and but but the thing is, is like that also makes their claim every time they have this miraculous survivor, the 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 cult leader has a strong, stronger hold on on their their devotees. Right. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it's like, yeah, that's part. But that's part of the shtick, man. That's how you get to a position where you can, can, can you know, you're kind of ballsy and you just go with your gut and you punish the people that don't go along and you keep that ball of fucked up success going long enough. And you can do shit like this. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not an anomaly, um, even in our real world, <laughs> that this kind of stuff happens. You don't get people to kill yeah. themselves knowingly. And, and you know, here's the thing I've been thinking up. about a lot with with knowing how kind of cults work and stuff. And like, because my mom, my mom, when she was literally the prom queen in the high school, when she was like the you know like a, a valedictorian in, in her school and college, I if you told her, hey. 15 years from now, lady, you're going to be in a cult. You're going to be mm. in this Jehovah's Witness cult. She would have laughed in their face. But, you know, a couple things didn't go her way in terms of like life success and mental health. Uh, couldn't deal with the death of her grandmother. And suddenly the person came to her door offering that one thing. And yeah. she I saw that. And I see like when I hear about people like all of these having common experiences of a like doom scrolling on Twitter, like you just, you're just obsessing over all the bad things that are going on in the world. And also a lot of legit bad things are going on in the world, man. I just feel like there's a whole lot of people 
like you know there's there's a couple of cult movements that got a lot of uh, the news and attention but i feel like there's a lot of people susceptible to this right now mm-hmm. uh because they're most mo, uh, you know again when it seems like nothing matters then fuck nothing matters uh yeah and, and you'll take whatever like answer you can get it's weird, like how resonant the walking dead feels like, you know, three years after I kind of abandoned it because of just, you know, the, the way people are, are thinking nowadays. Um, so like I said, like if you are the type of person thinks that you are invulnerable to cult influences, you are putting yourself at super risk yeah. for having that kind of cocksure attitude. So take care of yourself, watch after your people, guard your mental and emotional health. Uh, and, and don't fucking jump on that one thing if you're feeling hopeless. So, Yeah. Um, so she gets her her letter. Gamma, um, Beta, not super happy about it. The next day, he goes to her and and finds out Alpha's headed over to the old camp, and he goes off after her. And then back in the flashback, young Lydia heads upstairs, and Alpha, uh, I think I think it's Alpha awakes awakens to go after her. Uh, Lydia opens the door to a room full of walkers, goes inside. Um. And Alpha's kind of searching around. She sees pictures with scratched out faces. And we're about to get to the part where these two things like really converge. Do you want to talk about any of this stuff? Yeah, just, uh, you know, again, you see the the hypocrisy at the top of the cult, you know, where beta, like Gamma raises a reasonable thing. Like, you've been gone. What are you doing? Are you angry with me? I feel nothing. Um, no, you, you're feeling a lot of things, dude. I, I saw your reaction to this midnight gamma ceremony um but no one can talk or expose weakness because weakness is is uh you know antithesis to the group so you know Mm -hmm. like if you expose weakness you're automatically outside of the group so beta can't have an honest discussion about i don't know it's uh it's uh i'm wondering how they're going to continue because like these are pretty profound realizations about the dynamics of these groups, but they're also not particularly interesting. Like cult politics is stupid. And I should know I sat through a lot of the fucking like, you know, elders meeting behind doors. Yeah. One of the things that broke my faith the fastest, man. Like, mm-hmm. Oh shit. This is how you talk when you, you don't think the people are listening. Um, but like, yeah, like I, I, I hope that there's not a lot of dwelling on this because like, yeah, they're kind of profound insights, but they're also elementary and you know, after a couple of sessions, it's like, ah, yeah, I don't need to see more of this. But yeah, for uh, sure. And and it's important to establish like how they think um, and why they think those ways. I, I do think that like this is kind of a necessary episode, even if it isn't my favorite episode. Um, yeah. And like I said, I like the structure here and we're coming back to it now where we in both timelines, beta finds alpha and yeah, he's, He's both at her um, Lydia shrine in the present and she is at his shrine to his wife or son, I guess. I, I couldn't tell the face is mm-hmm. scratched out. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, whoever th- this important person to him, she's at the shrine that he's made to that person. Uh, yeah. And they both get super pissed and destroy these shrines at the same time. Um, young Lydia, it comes in in the past timeline and breaks it up. And then Alpha invites Beta to walk along with the dead with her and we see him like peel the skin off his dead this dead person important person's face and we assume okay well this is the mask he's wearing as they cut to and I really like this transition cut to the face of Beta wearing that skin seven years in the future um you yeah it, it paints a picture of Beta that I think 
both makes a lot of sense and also, you know, in the in the face of me being resistant to sympathizing with him also mm-hmm. makes me sort of sympathize with him because sure this idea that you would then I mean not only are you wearing the skin of your uh beloved family member but you're wearing it 7 years later and I get the impression that like if this skin were ever to come off because I don't think we've ever seen him remove this, right? Um yeah. If that I were don't... to come off of his face and and people were to see him for who he truly is, that would be mm. that'd be the end of beta. That, yeah, that it's like a Rorschach moment, pulling his pulling his mask yeah. off, you know. Um, I think you're right, and, and they I do think that in this another... episode, and I'm so pissed off. Like this, this is Walking Dead bullshit at its height. Like, oh, they're going to show uh, Alpha his face, but they're not going to show the audience. I just get angry. I just get angry at that point. Like, what are you? What gotcha. are you hiding here? This should be the yeah. moment to open up to the audience as much as you're opening up to these other characters, and you're not doing it. Hmm. Um. I do. Th- there's like one other dynamic in cults that I find that I and I'm sorry I harp on this, but I find it relentlessly fascinating. If you didn't know, I, I grew up in a cult. If you want to know more about it, baldmove.com slash about. It's got a lot of information, but this they they take normal things and make them abnormal and they take abnormal things and normalize them. Like when I mm. saw this, like, you know, seven year cycle of like beta in a rage and in grief, destroying, like destroying his humanity, essentially by destroying the shrine and then ba- and then alpha doing the uh, why, why alpha looked on and approvingly. And then the inverse of that dynamic where, you know, beta hoisted her up on her hypocrisy and she had the grief rage smash her shrine to Lydia and he looked on approvingly. Like it's normal to love people and to miss people that are important to you and want yeah. to protect them and want them back. It's abnormal to build a shrine and then destroy it like in, in like some kind of like traumatic break. Uh, but like the, that that's what they do, you know, like, Hey, if what, what's, what's, what's 95% of people do masturbate. That's something you can't do. Boy, yeah. you do that. You're you, you, you need, you need to be on your knees every day, begging for God's forgiveness. Uh, yeah. what's 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 natural to love your the sons and daughters oh well we need to excommunicate them if they don't come around in the whole masturbation idea mm-hmm. like it is yeah, it a way and that's, that's into the vast majority of the of people and and the other thing not only that but it also weeds out the because you're right some people like it you know like if if you feel you're feeling strong you feel in love you feel like you got a community you're probably not at risk for you know a, a, a cult takeover but it also that kind of shit weeds those people out. They yeah. they self-select for the people who are in the state that they are susceptible to that mm-hmm. by doing these things, by abnormalizing the normal and normalizing the abnormal. Um, so, like, I thought that's like, man, they just like are real like someone's read the like fucking bite model of cults and like has, has got like these really interesting insights into it. Like, I wonder like if one of the staff writers is a Scientologist or something, because God damn, they really, or they really nailed the research. Stuff. I mean, you did some good. Yeah. yeah. Cracked a book. Yeah. Um, definitely. I feel that built into the episode They're They're doing a good job with that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then the final bit here is uh, beta tells alpha that in the present, there was uh, smoke by the border and she says they're going to go back and they're going to teach them a lesson. And Beta finally seems happy about something. Mm-hmm. And I also thought this is so interesting. They're like ethos, their chant, you know, at the end, yeah, like, uh, the world. you know, when we walk in darkness, we're free. When we bathe in blood, we're free. We love nothing. We fear nothing. Like, it sounds very almost Buddhist Jedi, right? Um, there's like this kind yeah. of essential truth 
of the world that they live in and the way that they're embracing this darkness or like embracing entropy. Uh, because that's the other thing is like this, this cult also suffers from like the shaker problem. And if you don't know the shakers, they were like this extremist, I think offshoot of the Quakers that didn't believe in any sexual Congress, let alone ma- They took the masturbation thing one step forward to like, there was no lawful sex for between men and women. Well, that's they just would a shake. recipe for, Okay. Uh, you're just writing have, yourself out of the history books at that point. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Like okay. the shakers went extinct because like if you had sex and you weren't Big a shaker anymore. Surprise. Like surprise. Yeah. So this is another cult that's like got this, you know, terminal problem that like you cannot raise a baby. You're eventually going to find out like, you know, you're going to eventually run out of recruits. Yeah. And you're going to just die. And I guess that's what they want. Like that's an, I guess a logically consistent thing that like the dead are the real inheritors. So like, you know, I, 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 I do wonder, like, it, I imagine there'll be a, like a extremist offshoot of this cult. It's like, well, let's just get it over with. Stab me in the heart. Now, five minutes later, I'll be a zombie, you know? Yeah. Like, like fast forward this shit. Why are we, why are we living like this? Why are we pretending to be zombies? We can just be zombies, man. For um, sure. I yeah, wonder but- what, if they'll ever deal with that theological problem. <laughs> in their and their, I get the feeling they're not going to be around long enough. Like I, I know how this show goes, right? Um, mm-hmm. New threat comes up, uh, the survivors squash it eventually. Like they're threatened by it at first. They they lose some battles. It's the three act structure, all that stuff. That's a good question. Do you like? I don't think they're going to wrap up the whispers in eight episodes. Do you? No, you, I think it'll be like all a season, season thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree, but um. But like I said, that's the thing about podcasting about this in the dark with the stuff in like, I do wonder, it's like, well, if they dealt with the whispers threat and in at the end of the season, then what are these six bonus episodes are going to start airing this weekend? Like, I got like, it. It'd be one thing if, if the whispers were de- done at the, at the mid season mark. And then they're just like, okay, some like day in the life of Alexandria kind of thing. The, you know, like we're going to go around the seaside and we're going to go around to this. And so maybe Zeke will go back to the kingdom for an episode and try to like rekindle that. But like, if it's the I, whispers were dude, dealt, like, what these, does that look like? <laughs> these episodes. I, look, I, I don't think they're going to be any good. If you look at the timeline of the way this happened, it was not yeah. that they always had these planned and they were, no. you know, like, oh, six extra episodes that we made just out of the goodness of our hearts. No, coronavirus hit all all yeah. television and film production shut the fuck down and yeah. they were unable to to schedule season 11 and get get season 11 filmed and pre-production mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So what they're mm-hmm. doing is they're basically like scraping together the scraps off the cutting room floor is is what ha- is happening in my mind and piecing them into something they hope is coherent. That's what I, I just one, have no faith that these are going to be any good. Yeah. I, okay. So here's, I haven't done any research on this because it's just perilous. Like if you guys are like, well, you're not doing any right. research in this episode. Yeah, you're right. Because like, yeah. I'm trying desperately to avoid spoilers. Cause if you, I tried to do a little bit of reading that if you guys want to like, give me your interpretation of it, I would love to hear this, especially on our stereo show. I'd love to talk about this because I know the early report was that. Yeah. And I remember you and I thinking like, there's no way like, what the fuck does that even look like? You're going to go like bat weird back in time episodes like it could be parts you know, of 11 that they got filmed before coronavirus. And that's hit, what I'm thinking like, with leftover stuff from 10. I, or if they just got like some kind of di- like low budget and just got like one or two of the cast out in the woods of Georgia and just did some like connective tissue. But, but the point of the, it is 
this was not planned and so they didn't film anything for it and w- they couldn't film anything for it because production was shut down at best they could film like an actor alone yeah. or something six yeah. feet away from everybody else it's not going to it's not going to be what you hope i think this is the equivalent of the opening band trying to stretch things out because the main right. act has is is their tour bus got stuck in traffic and uh yeah. boy everybody everybody wants metallica but they're stuck with skid row for the next hour and a half like so Skid Row is playing what, covers of, of they're going they're going B side they're like what's that stuff we were workshopping in the studio like yeah mm-hmm. they're they're doing covers of <laughs> absolutely they would <laughs> absolutely uh, absolutely they would they'd they do forty five minutes of crowd surfing like it doesn't you do seem, what you got to do but, but but they're trying I mean this is just a naked attempt to keep the mummy the mummy the, the money pump. pump primed yeah, for sure so that that spigot doesn't go dry when they finally although. I do wonder, you know, this is I can stop me if, if you've never heard me criticize AMC before, but I do wonder if they would be better off building anticipation for like the real deal. Like I'm hungry for new fucking television, man, yeah. especially for shit that like, you know, like I'm I'm familiar with and I want more of. But like what's going to what's going to make me have a better appetite, like warmed over bullshit or just another like, hey, you got another nine months before the real deal comes back. Build anticipation they you know it just feels like there's a lot better ways to handle this than but but also i don't know maybe they got like a bomb like maybe there's like you know what we actually had a really killer plot that we had mostly filmed but we just had to cut it because it just didn't work for time and it was like a painful cut and you know with a little bit of reshoots and some uh recutting like we got six out we got like you know four and a half hours of good stuff here maybe Maybe I guess we'll get the early reviews starting next week. By the way, don't please yeah. don't give us spoilers. But I would love to know like what you guys think about if you are brave enough to try these six bonus episodes. What the general vibe is because I can't I can't get that on Reddit, man. Uh, there's no way to just get the vibe without getting no. the spoilers. So yeah, you'll get. The I'm end curious. Of season ten. Uh, um, all I know is that at every opportunity, AMC has chosen the money over the product being quality. Um, that does not give me a lot of faith in what these episodes are going to be. That's still, I think that's still the case, but with Angela Kang, they might have one of those like poverty stricken mothers that can, you know, like for Thanksgiving, take like one potato and sure. two chicken wings and turn it into a feast, like, you know, and a can of green beans, like fucking miracle worker. Maybe she's got that, 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 uh, like you give me the scraps and I'll, I'll turn it into something edible because maybe we need a cooking with Kang. So just Scott, Scott, Scott Gibble left her a dumpster on fire she and did. she made Literally. compelling television. So yeah, I yeah. have, I have a decent amount of faith in, I don't have any faith in AMC execs and bean counters, but I'm, I'm kind of building, you know, uh, alpha Kang here. Uh, I, I've got some, I got some faith in her. She's so calm, so strong. Yeah. In the, among the chaos, she, she smashes my head to her belly. I just feel safe and secure in her arms. So. All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Uh, yeah. yeah, we're we're of course going to be back there. There's no feedback uh, in this particular episode of the podcast, but we will be doing a feedback uh, live show on Wednesday night. That's tomorrow night for people listening to it. Tuesday, the twenty something third. I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Wednesday night at nine p.m. Eastern, uh, we're going to be on stereo.com slash bald move, taking live questions from the audience. And that is kind of our v- feedback show each week. So, yeah, uh, we will be taking 
also send uh, long form stuff to watching dead at baldmove.com because we'll be mm-hmm. revisiting the the written feedback at the mid season break. But yeah, we are doing these things on Wednesday night and it's a lot of fun. Um, and if you t- typically stop the podcast at the end of it, I know there's going to be an ad, uh, a promo for the stereo thing where there's like a little six minute snippet from the conversation that we had with the viewer to give you an idea of like, you know what it sounds like, how the show flows. But it's like, yeah, if, if you wonder how to get uh, feedback, it's as easy as talking into your phone. Um, yeah. you know, hold a button and you talk a phone, you let it go and we get it and we we're talking to you. So it's a pretty cool thing. Stereo.com slash bald move. Uh, check out the snippet after show. And also, I guess if you're in the watching dead feed, um, you've been, you actually got the full episode because we're releasing that as a dedicated right. feedback episode too. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I hope to see a lot of people here on Wednesday night and, uh, until next time I'm Aaron and I'm Jim later. Later.